All right, boys. Uh, yeah, so this is Dudes Being Guys. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, the outline today is minimal, but Wade is bringing some heat for us, and we're going to figure out what to talk about the rest of the time. Um, yeah, we got uh, Sports Facts of the Week. Got PFs if we got them. Um, no worries if we don't. I'm sure we can figure some out by the end. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Wade, bring it. What do you got for us? Actually, sports, no, fact. Sports, fact well. sports Fact of the Week, and that's Willie, I think. Yes, Sorry. sir. All right, so... Back in the day, Babe Ruth, apparently, this is my appetizer, by the way, since this is what we do on this show. Uh, Babe Ruth used to wear a cabbage leaf under his cap for good luck and to keep his head cool. And I thought that was funny. Uh, and he, they also said he replaced it usually every two innings. Um, okay. You know, that's a lot of cabbage. cabbage so that's, got high. that's less gross than what I thought. Right. But it's not the same cabbage like... leaf like over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. But I was thinking about it and I'm like, well, their hats back in the day probably weren't the most, you know, mm-hmm. vented or, you know, gave, gave you any airflow. So it probably did get pretty hot huh. up in there. So and, it makes sense. I think their jerseys were probably made yeah. of wool. Yeah. And he's a big dude. He's probably, he's probably a pretty sweaty guy. Yeah. I could see, I could see it. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. And and now wool, wool is decent at, like, moisture wicking. Yeah. It's not going to trap it. That's, like, why, why you want to yeah. wear it as a base layer for, like, skiing. Um. Yeah, and and like with your socks. Sorry, right. not to just go on a tangent what about What else do you wool, know but... about wool? No, dude, uh, it's true. Like, well, dude, it's uh, it's funny because I've been doing a lot of oh. research for Tusk on on like oh. alternative fabrics to use. Nice. Um, but speaking of which, I got to shout out Callum's shorts, the seven inch dude, Tusk shorts, dude. dude. Those are amazing. They're Thanks, literally man. they're the only shorts I play think... best one anymore. Dude, like, I love to. Hear I used that. to have I used to have these Gymshark ones, uh, these ten thousand ones. And they're they're fine, um, but Colin's seven inch. I think I'm gonna are... have to order another pair. Like, I, I have yeah one. You have the seven inch? One pair. Oh, I got five. Okay. So he's got five. Is that what I got? Oh, dude. Yeah, you got five. Have to get another yeah. fives. So I I have I have fives too, and they're just a little bit shorter than I than I like. The seven is just a little bit more like you know my range, and then mm-hmm. the weight, and I feel like the material. I, I've talked to you about this, Colin, but the materials seems a little bit nicer for some reason, even though I'm not sure it does. It okay. Yeah, I, it, it, on paper, it's not. Okay. Um, but I understand what you're saying. And then my favorite thing, though, is the waistband, because most shorts ride up on me, but these ones do not at all. So like a lot of times if I'm playing, like I'm fidgeting with my waistband, pulling my shorts back down, but but those I almost never wow. have to touch, which is That's big for me, so I can focus yeah. on the game, not on my shorts. That's right. Love that, dude. Um, hey, for, for those of you looking to wear to get these awesome shorts that Will is talking about, right, check them out at tustshorts.com. Appreciate the plug, Will. Absolutely. Anytime. Um, anyway, back to sports facts, though. I gave me my appetizer with Babe Ruth. Uh, my other one was um, so back in the 1900, the year 1900 summer games in Paris, Olympic summer games in Paris, live pigeon shooting was a sport. So they would just literally let out like tons of live pigeons and go nuts on them. So like, wow. yeah, near, nearly four hundred, nearly four hundred birds were killed, and then obviously animal rights activists shut Dude, that. Down. That sounds like fun sure. though. What? Just shooting some birds. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like fun, but yeah, um, it is crazy. So that never do that though. I could see, I could see people being upset by that though. Yeah. Yeah, especially like in the Olympic Games. That's true. Yeah, you know. So was it? It was a one and done. <laughs> Purely Olympic just game. for sport. I don't know if it was just a one and done. Yeah, I don't know that. 
I didn't do that much research on it. Dude, speaking of, so the 2024 Olympics, they are doing some pretty cool stuff. I don't know if you guys have like, you know, brushed up on any of it. I, some of it came across my feed the other day that like the beach, uh, sand volleyball or beach volleyball, it's going to be played under the Eiffel Tower. Dang. Like that's the setting for it. That's very cool. Um, and there are a couple other cool settings. Uh, I know Wait, so using, it's in, like it's in France. Yeah. In okay. Paris. Yeah. So same, same place I was talking about. Yeah, so maybe they bring <laughs> that pigeon shooting too. Hey, do that right under the Eiffel Tower too. They probably did. Yeah. <laughs> when was the Eiffel Tower built? It was probably before that. Uh... Yeah. I couldn't tell you what date, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it's pre 1900. Yeah. Anyway, what else? Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's all I got with that. I, there were a couple other cool venues that they're using for for this Olympics. Um, we got to do some coverage on that because the Olympics is always fun and that brings like yeah. unique sports. Um, are they doing flag? I think. Yeah, I was gonna say flag football. I think. I think. I think that's in a uh, 2028 when it comes to. I think it's in LA. Um, but I think they're. Yeah, and I think that they might be using a couple other venues. Um, for like. Because I think there's like bigger sports too. I think is soccer in the Olympics these days too. I think too? it is. I think so. Yeah. And baseball yeah. too. Um, or no. Yeah, I think baseball, I think is, or maybe yeah. that's still rumored. Um, because that'd be pretty cool. But I'm really excited for football. I mean, like I assume that America's going to dominate, but when it's all just skill positions, like that really opens up the opportunity yeah. for, um, like other countries because you don't have to worry about you know all the like the big dudes. Um, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But what? I didn't even know they were doing that. So is that seven on seven then? Yeah. Okay. That'd be sweet. Yeah. And like it was. Did you guys watch any of the no. Pro Bowl this week? And no. Yeah. I mean, I did like, they do? Did they do that? Yeah. Before before the Illinois game, I had a little bit of it on, uh, and it was seven on seven. Um, and it was all right. I think it will be a lot better if it's like the Olympics and people are you know, hyped to play it. Yeah. I wonder if, if NFL guys are actually going to play in it. Um, like, cause like NBA guys don't play in like the three on three Olympics, but they have their, they have five on five, but you know, still guys that don't make the five on five roster could play in three on three, but you know, it's Robbie Hummel and guys like that. were playing in, yeah. in, in like Jimmer. Yeah. Um, but that's sweet. Yeah. It, I mean, I, I heard some NFL players yeah. were talking about it, so we'll see. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'd have to assume US oh, would yeah. be heavy, heavy favorites. They're, yeah. yeah, by far the best football league. But <laughs> yeah, I don't like how many people in the like. Is there anyone in? I'm sure there are some in the NFL who would go back and play with their home country. But I don't know how many are, you know, from a different country. You know, like you know, like with basketball, mm-hmm. you'll have yeah you know, guys who are playing. Right. It's not. Diego. It's not the global game that no, basketball and soccer are. That would be very interesting. It would be. Is this the first year they're doing football? Uh, twenty twenty eight will be. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Nice. But it's fun, and I think NHL players are now like allowed to play, or they're going to play in the uh, Winter Olympics for hockey again. So that could be fun. Um, because I think for a while they weren't. Don't know why, but maybe because it conflicts with the regular season. <laughs> that's probably exactly why but um yeah yeah all right so that's enough about that um 
the Olympics will be fun to look forward to. But Wade, right. yeah, let's get what into you it. got so, for us today. I actually don't remember what got me onto thinking about this, but um, here's my my question, and then while you guys think about it, I'll give you um, the rest of my stats here. So basically, the question is: Do you think Michigan State this year can do what UCLA did in 2021? Um, and I'll compare the two teams because right now when I was going through it, they're pretty comparable. Um, they're having pretty comparable seasons. So, um, UCLA in 2021, this is when they, they, uh, beat Michigan state in the first four and made it all the way to the final four and lost to, uh, Gonzaga with that Jalen Suggs, um, half court heave. Um, oh, and cause I was thinking about it like that. Cause I was like, why did, why was that UCLA team in the first four? Like they looked like they felt like they were so much better, but were the guys just playing at, you know, their top level or, you know, what happened? So I went to look at their season. So UCLA was preseason ranked number 22. Tiger Campbell at the end of the year, got first team all conference. Juzang and Hawkes were second team all conference. Uh, their team was, full of mostly sophomores and juniors uh, with a couple of freshmen that had impacts, but their, their one senior, Chris Smith, uh, tore his ACL after eight games and was done for the year. And he was their best player. Um, so they were six and two after, after the first eight games, uh, but ended up the regular season 17 and eight. And right now Michigan state is 14 and eight. So, um, I'll, I'll just I'll just go through Michigan State a little bit. Um, they start preseason ranked number four this year. I bet Tyson Walker's on track to be um, first team all conference, and you could throw Hogard, Hall, or Aikens for candidates for second team all conference, um, just like uh, the UCLA guys. Um, injuries: Jackson Kohler, the the most skilled big man. Now that doesn't compare to Chris Smith, but that was an impact to start the year, I believe, because their big men have been horrible. Um, and Michigan State's team is full of juniors and seniors with a couple um, impact freshmen, and I think Trey Holloman is a, a sophomore, but mostly seniors, juniors, and super seniors. So um, both of them preseason ranked in the top 25, although um, pretty big difference between 4 and 22 expectation-wise, but still um, they were both supposed to be a very, very good team to start the year, then struggled, although the reason for the struggle is a little bit different, but they're both teams that are full of great players, but for whatever reason, they either can't play well together or they're not firing on all cylinders. Like for Michigan State this year, it's been Tyson Walker and then whatever random guy decides to step up that game. Um, So the question is, uh, and like, super deep teams like you think of that that um ucla team and everyone knows tiger campbell johnny juzang jaime hawkes but they had you know jules bernard they had david singleton miles johnson the transfer from Rutgers. he was a beast at Rutgers. um pair him with cody riley and the rookie peyton watson who was a pretty big deal although he didn't he didn't pan out um but very deep team just like michigan state's team so i was thinking like Man, Michigan State right now they're eleven seed. That's what that's Mike DeCourcy's projection is an eleven seed for them. 
that's what uh, UCLA was in 2021 and 11 seed. So they're both on that same track. And, and I'm like, man, could Michigan state with all their talent, if they click, they, they barely make the tournament, which I think they will, but they will be a 10, 11 seed because they'll probably lose to Purdue. They got a game against Illinois coming up. So more than likely they'll have 10 plus losses. They're at least 10 I'm projecting. Um, and then add a couple more wins because tomorrow they're playing Minnesota. Hopefully they'll get that. Um, so they'll just sneak into the tournament. But then Walker goes off. Akins and Hall and and Hogard are playing great. And then, you know, maybe Booker or Carr just come out of nowhere. And this team could be that preseason ranked number four team that we were all hoping. So my question is, do you think MSU could do that, what UCLA did? And if it's not Michigan State, who – do you think could be a team this year that could make a, you know, barely make the tournament and then put on a big run? That's a great question. Um, and that's really good insights. Um, Will being a Michigan state fan, you want to take this first? Yeah, dude. That's very interesting. Wait, I, I never really thought about all that, but that is kind of wild. All those similarities. Um, but I mean, of course, I absolutely, I absolutely think that, that they could do that. I mean, I think a lot of the problem this year is kind of back to what Colin said earlier in the year. Um, they may have too many guys that they're trying to play, and I, I like I almost feel like the more that gets narrowed mm-hmm. down, the better. Because even some of these recent games they played, I mean, I think they've yep. won three straight now. I feel like the rotation's been a little bit tighter. Which I believe is I believe has helped. I mean, obviously you don't have fears, and even when fears went down, it's like that's not great. But I'm like, all right, that like cuts one more guy out of the rotation, which I think might be a good thing. Yeah, Booker and Carr are hardly um, playing anymore either. But yeah, I mean, right. Which I love Carr, but yeah, it's just there's a lot of guys. There's a lot of guys who are similar. Um, but yeah, I mean, and then when you you throw all that with um, Tom Izzo, mm-hmm. like Mr. March, of course, yeah. I, Absolutely, they could do that. Um, I mean, it's kind of what Michigan State tends to do, anyways. Like they make it in the tournament, they're fine, and then they—they—that's just kind of when they—they they hit their peak. Um, I'd love to see it. Love to see it. I—I—I I, uh, I mean, if they can, I would say I don't want them to get an 11 seed, but I still think, like you said, I think they make the tournament. And if you know, if they can, if they can. Probably just lose two more and win out. I think they'll get a little bit higher in the level. Yeah, I mean they're but, they're very strong um, because of their yeah. their non conference schedule. Even though they went two and seven in the non con, yeah. they or maybe it wasn't quite that bad. But they're two and seven against um, uh, what is it tier? The, no, they can't be two and seven. Cause yeah, yeah, it was. Like but they're they're two and seven bosses. against um like the tier one games or tier one teams. Quad one, yeah, yeah. Quad one. Uh, but yeah, a lot of those teams they played. Were are pretty high in the in the AP poll, and the team they beat Baylor, you know they're they're pretty good. Yeah, which that's an interesting game to look back on. Yeah, I know <laughs> they destroyed them. It's a little confusing. Um, mm-hmm. like um, you, like what you guys were saying. I mean, Will, did you have something to say? Sorry, no, no, go ahead. Okay, I was going to ask you what you thought. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's really interesting because, like, I think the point. Wade, Wade, when you said, you know, it's it's uh, uh, Tyson Walker and then 
whoever yeah. decides to go off that night. I th- I think that right there could be what keeps them from doing it. Um, because it reminds yeah. me a lot of Illinois last year, where it was like you know Terrence Shannon or um, Matthew Meyer, and if if one of them got hot, mm-hmm. we would win. But if both of them had okay nights, like you know, an okay night being even like one of them like scores twenty, yeah, um, we'd probably lose. And uh, like you know, they they uh, was it uh, Terrence Shannon had like thirty against um, UCLA early in the season and beat them, and Matthew Meyer had like thirty like a week later against Texas, yeah. and both of them I think were like top ten teams at the time. Um, and so it was like, all right, dude, Illinois is awesome. But then as the season progressed, like you lose some head scratchers because there are nights where like you just cannot get anything going because both of them are shut down. And as I look at the UCLA, um, that roster, I'm like, first off, okay, they have four NBA dudes. Do you think that, and I, that doesn't mean necessarily anything because there are plenty of teams that win, you know, national championships that only have like maybe one guy or two guys that, that get any time in the NBA, but like. Right now, who are you thinking that, like, from this MSU team has a real shot at playing in the league? It's yeah, probably Carr. Cohen Carr. Yeah. If he continues to develop, because he's clearly got the athleticism. Uh, and okay, we'll, we'll, we'll equate him to, like, a Peyton Watson. Right. Peyton Watson yeah. didn't really, uh, he's, he's, he's really in the league much. now, but he didn't yeah. really, he, I wouldn't have called him, like, one of the most productive dudes on yeah. that team by any means. So, before I say anything he, else. He, he averaged pro- three points, two boards, and point eight yeah. assists that year. Yeah, and that's and probably he was a super Cohen highly touted high school player yeah yeah but before i say any more that's a great point and you're 100 right um of the guys at michigan state who get a lot of playing time i don't really think any of them are going to have a great career in the nba i mean tyson walker is great in college but he's is he like 510 like yeah. I, I just i don't unless he he could be like a, a Bryn forbes like I, I just don't really see him be like you know do ever doing a whole lot um but AJ Hogard, no, he can't really shoot, and he's not like amazing at any everything else. Uh, Malik Hall, he's just like too it small for his position in the NBA. Maddie Sissoko's right, <laughs> maybe yeah, because he's a shooter. Um, Maddie Sissoko's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> per- yeah. Carson Cooper's terrible. Kohler's uh, too small. Kohler's too small, probably. Well, I mean, yeah, for what he Especially does, he's too small. Game, but yeah, point point well taken, Count. That's Completely agree, but yeah, but college. Tiger Campbell, he's not in the league. Is yes. Juzang in the league? It's only Hawkes. Yeah, well, I think I think okay. Juzang okay. might have done a cup of coffee, and, and he's probably like, in the G League. Would be my guess, and yeah, that'd be my guess too. And I think Jules Bernard also, I think, did time. Well, I know yeah. he did time because that's just I, saw, NBA I remember him in the summer league. So he's probably if he's not an NBA roster, he's on a G League. I'm sure. And then, as I look at like this, like their their scoring was super balanced. Like it's like Juzang led with fifteen point six, followed by Hawkes at thirteen point nine, followed by Bernard at twelve point eight, followed by Tiger Campbell at eleven point nine, and the yeah. rebounding's the same way. So it's like, and I I, I have not looked at like well, yeah, it's Walker. Um, it's Walker at twenty points seen. a game, and then it's everyone else right around ten for the the big guys. Yeah, so that's that is where I'm. I think balance is going to be what what really that's what wins in March it seems. Like if you look at uh UConn last year, 
how balanced they were. Um, even I think San Diego, like I think all the Final Four teams were pretty balanced, if I'm not mistaken. Um, like UConn had it had you know a myriad of dudes that could you know get you ten points every single night. Like I think about dudes like Alex Caravan, who's like one of the most consistent guys. Um, and and he was huge for that team. And then you can bring like guy like Donovan Klingon off the bench, and he's yeah. going to give you ten points in like fifteen minutes. And you know Sonogo is going to get you you know mm-hmm. fifteen points in in twenty five thirty minutes. And um, you know sure you have guys that can get hot like Hawkins. like uh, Newton and um, yes yeah Hawkins. Um, but yeah, I think it's 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 so interesting because like you know of course I'm super biased but like illinois is really balanced this year um like yeah sure domask and, and terrence shannon are gonna you know be the ones that score more than everybody else but um you know coleman hawkins is gonna pour like you know 12 15 sometimes he'll go yeah. off um but they're you know they're pretty efficient and yeah. so i think like you know michigan state can figure it out i i see a world where they go off in march because that's what happens you know, like Michigan State took was in overtime in in that first four. If they win, do they make the final four that year? You know, no. I would I would argue that if if this team had Cassius Winston, they'd be a, I mean they'd be, obviously be a much better team. But like if they had somebody like you know that's what made Tyre Campbell so good is that like he wasn't the point guard that was also yeah. just trying to get all the buckets. He was trying mm-hmm. to get people involved. Yep. Um, yeah, and yeah, and I agree with that. Um, I mean, like, in a lot of ways, it t- the games Tyson Walker doesn't shoot well, they you don't usually do too well. In general, mm. um, yeah. I mean, you can you can check me on that, but that's kind of what I've noticed. Um, but they do so back to balance scoring. I mean, they do have four guys who are averaging double figures, which is similar okay. to the U- UCLA team, yeah, definitely. And that's Walker, Hall, Hogart, and Akins. But then after that, it drops off fairly significantly. Um, but yeah, I mean. You know who knows something. Something that uh, John uh, John Rothstein always says is you got to look out for those Kemba candidates to to lead a team, and they obviously Tyson Walker is that Kemba candidate, but the the teams that work with a Kemba candidate also muck it up a lot on defense, and right mm-hmm. now Michigan State is not, and they're not rebounding. Yeah, sure. great at all. They're, they they've been out rebounded in the last like five games, whether they win or lose. So, so I they they definitely have that candidate, but they don't have the other pieces um, or identities as a team to make that work. But we'll see. I mean, there's you know they got a month left. Also interesting to note is UCLA. Oh yeah, they lost their first game of the conference tournament to Oregon State, who had a pretty good run that tournament as well. If I remember, um, yeah. So they stumbled. Mm-hmm. They, they. I think they lost the last like four out of five or three out of four, including the conference tournament. Stumbled into March tournament and then got hot. So like that was kind of what made me start thinking. You know, Michigan State's been stumbling and bumbling their way through, and then maybe they just get hot. Yeah, and I mean that could happen. Like, I'm not saying it won't because yeah. they call him Mr. March. Yeah. You know? I'd love uh, to see it. I'd love to see it. One thing. So I want to talk about Purdue real quick. 
Yeah. It's awkward for me because I usually hate Purdue, but this really? year I love Purdue. <laughs> I just find them so much yeah, I, still I find can't them stand so them. much fun to watch. Um Dude, Trey well, Jones gets on my nerves. That, but Bray Yeah, him. Lance Jones. <laughs> yeah. So he's <laughs> That's why he gets on your nerves. Will, Will uh, call, or Wade calls him the, by the wrong name just out of disrespect. Yeah, dude. You got him good. Uh, see, And I think he's a lot of the reason that they're so yeah. much better this year because he, he brings a good element of balance for them, like like to mm-hmm. your point, Colin, because last year they had, obviously, Zach Eadie's a beast, but they had their two freshman guards. Weren't ready who, yet. I feel like in March you can never trust freshman guards. Yeah, yeah they're freshmen. But, but this year, Braden yeah. Smith is a beast, like yeah. a tank. He looks yeah. amazing. Um, I mean, Foster Lawyer, he, he seems like essentially the same thing he was last year. Sorry, Fletcher Lawyer, you're right. So you Called by the wrong name, just for disrespect. Yeah, dude. I do. Secretly. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, they're just a fun team to watch. I think I'm going to have more confidence in them this March, just because they have a little more experience yeah. with their guards. And Edie's just a beast. Um, yeah. There's a lot of teams in the Big Ten, and I, I feel like I get this way every year. There's a lot of teams in the Big Ten where I'm like, they look pretty good, but it's just so hard to tell because most of the season is just you right. know, interconference. Um, yeah, right. And obviously, history tells us Big Ten hasn't done well in the tournament. But yeah, like Northwestern's fun to watch. Uh, ne- Nebraska at home. Yep, they're, dude, they're great. Dude, even yesterday against Illinois, Tommy Naga yeah. was balling. Yeah, he had thirty points. Yeah, <laughs> and he had like scored like he hadn't scored, or he had been cold for a couple of games. It had like well, five points in there, upset yeah. over uh, Wisconsin. Yeah. And he was on the bench the second half of the game. Yeah. 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 So they've been fun. Wisconsin's good. Ohio State. Yeah. Ohio State's Wisconsin's good really too. fun, too. Yeah. They're coming on. Yeah. Are they? Okay. Are they? But I've watched them. They, I feel like they're they're bad. I don't know what okay. Ohio State team you're watching, dude. Uh, <laughs> here, let's. Yeah. They're 13 and 9. I guess I was watching them a couple weeks ago before they started losing. Okay. That that brings Wait. up something. Oh, hold on, that, that, that unlocked a memory right there. They've lost uh, seven other So they were eight. good to start the year. Yeah, they started the year well, and now Fair they're enough. terrible. <laughs> Wait, Wade's hitting us with the hot takes though to get views, which I, I want those Ohio I State it, fans on our on it. our show. Uh, oh, Ohio there's State, a lot of them. Ohio State beat Alabama See, that's what I'm by saying. ten I, earlier this like year. Like they got off to a hot start. That's crazy. Yeah, I was a little impressed. I were. I, I mean, and now they're terrible. But but maybe that's because the Big Ten's good. Who knows? Yeah, dude. I feel like Zed Key losing a bunch of weight really screwed him <laughs> because it's like. Do you remember talking his... about this with LeBron back in the day? Yes. Now it turns out it didn't really matter with LeBron, but like no. Zed Key, his his asset was that he was so big that he could just you know mm-hmm. move everyone around. But he you know leans up like yeah sure you're not gonna be able to do that in the NBA. You're gonna need to be skinny and you're gonna be just overall more skilled. Like if you can step out and shoot whatever like yeah. that will help you down the road. But not it's not gonna help yeah. you win Big Ten games. It's not gonna help you you know move Zach Eady. <laughs> Well, yeah, for his skill set, he needed the weight. Like, it's not doing any any favors for him with his skill set. Right, so. right. It's like sometimes yeah. I forget yeah. he's still on the team, and then it's like, oh, there's Zed Key doing a whole lot of nothing because he lost, like, 40 pounds. Yeah. Dang. Um, yeah, what do you think of how he's going to do with Holtman? I mean, I don't know. He's been struggling the past couple of years. When, so, 
when the year that he was hired was also the year that Brad Underwood was hired at Illinois. And I was like, I was kind of sad because I really liked Chris Holtman uh, at Butler. Like I was a huge fan of his, like, cause he, he was an awesome coach. And then he was an awesome coach at, at Ohio state for a couple of years. And I like, you know, I hate Ohio state, but they were hard to hate because I really liked him. And, you know, I love Brad, Brad Underwood and I was glad we got him because, you know, he did awesome things at SF Austin, went to uh, Oklahoma mm-hmm. state for a year, did really good stuff there. Um, and then, but now to really see, I'm, I'm so thankful that we got Brad Underwood instead because like they've mm-hmm. really fallen off. Um, and I, I don't know. It, it's such a hard game because like, especially in the transfer portal era, like Chris Holtman is a great coach. I think like, you know, X's and O's wise, I think he's so good. Um, and, but if he can't get guys via the transfer portal, it's going to be hard to win. Like, and I think Michigan state's kind of seeing that now too, because Tom Izzo coaches don't get better, especially in this day and age. Like Tom Izzo is probably, you know, number one or number two of my current coaches, like who I think is like the best coach. Like if I just had, mm-hmm. you know, a random group of guys, if my roster was already set and it, you asked me who I want to coach, Tom Izzo would probably be, you know, a top pick. Um, but he's not diving into the transfer portal like he should be. And he my expert it. opinion. I don't think they but got don't get paid million dollars a year to yeah. coach like he does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they haven't gotten any transfers really. I mean, Joey well, Hauser, Walker, Tyson Walker ago. was, and look what he was, did. Uh, yeah. He was at Northeastern. Oh, you're right. This year though, I don't think they had any transfers. So well, they had, they had Pierre Brooks transfer yeah. out. And now he's Butler's leading scorer. <laughs> Ever didn't see the court last year, but yeah. um, well, he was bad yeah, last year. Get any new transfers. He was but really that bad. Happens. Like, don't, <laughs> That happens. Like sometimes guys just need a change of scenery. Like Brandon didn't. Yeah. Right. Or a chance. Yes. Because Pierre yeah. Brooks didn't see the court. Like, yeah, I, he was probably, he's probably good, but he just didn't see mm-hmm. the court and he goes to Butler and yeah. he's now the leading scorer starting every game. Good for him. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they're, they're doing okay. They're beating some teams. Yeah. They beat a, they just beat you, uh, uh yep. Creighton. Creighton. Yeah. Well, six bucks <laughs> on that game. That's tough, dude. That yeah. is tough. I don't know how I'm going to financially recover from that. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, but I, I it has it such an interesting point because like you, they're Hauser was such a big, big player for them last year, and then their best player is still a transfer. Like, yeah, you true. know, you gotta you gotta see like, yeah. oh, hey, that kind of worked. Um, let's do that. And now there is something too, like you know, if you get fresh, like Kentucky's good and they have a lot of freshmen, but they also have a couple really good transfers. Um. Hmm. so it's just i don't know it's interesting because i understand wanting to build a culture and build a program from the ground up and you don't like a lot of transfers get a bad rap especially from fans of the school that they're leaving they're like oh this guy's a quitter yeah. and he just wants more playing time but um i i see both sides like pierre brooks like if you're not playing but you yeah. can hoop like you know you yeah. like there's you know who wants i don't to blame spend, him for leaving yeah who wants to spend four years in college just sitting the bench yeah like uh, you know Right, I guess yeah, it that depends would... on the situation, but I feel like uh-huh. most people want to play. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. yeah. So, and then back to Wade's original question. What are a couple teams that you think this year could yeah, be like what teams UCLA that are, are They're good, but they're kind of struggling. Uh, but they definitely have that star potential that could just get it clicking and go off. Mm-hmm. What would, do you, did you say what UCLA was ranked uh, during the they, season? Yeah, they were ranked for the first two weeks of the season. 
then they weren't ranked again till the end of the season. So and and okay. I think it was only in the twenties they were ranked all all year. Okay. okay, let me. What about call me crazy, Virginia? They just beat Miami by like thirty today. So yeah, I could see it. I was I was just I just saw that. They got they got some good pieces. Yeah, uh, they beat him by twenty. They beat him sixty to thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Yeah, I mean, same thing. Jim, Wooga Poplar, the boys couldn't get it done. No, dude, they scored seventeen in the first half. Or Chad O'Meara, the other day, scoring sixteen in the first half. <laughs> couldn't get it done. <laughs> couldn't get it done. Nigel Pack he was... couldn't get it done. No, they couldn't. Couldn't get it done. That's nutty, dude. No, sir. Yeah. Dude, wait! Um, I think one of your boys that played at Oklahoma now plays at Virginia. Oh, well, Jacob Rose, Rose. Yeah, he does. You're right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, my Oklahoma boys—they look pretty fire. Although they—they they took a tough one on Saturday, but uh, they're doing so good right now. They've been surprising this year. Yeah. Yeah, a little better than Ohio State. <laughs> well, see, I'm not a big Ohio State guy. You know who I'm a big fan of? Boise State. Clearly, dude. Tyson Degenhart and uh, yeah. Omar Stanley. Oh, he's a beast, dude. And uh, and Beast. uh, Rice yeah, is that fun. the coach's son, or is it a different Rice? Yes. Uh, no, I Max think it, Rice. I think he is. Dude, that guy, he shoots. Coaches. He I shoots like tripping, Ryan Klein. So. He's just out there fly fishing. You know what I'm saying? Like, have you seen him shoot? <laughs> it's awesome. He's just like. It's That's kind of like yeah, it's I like a low that. release and kind of sideways. And dude, when they beat. Um, uh, New Mexico. He was balling out. That game was so fun to watch. But yeah, I I was trying to think of yeah of teams. Yeah, the the Mountain West is is awesome this year. But yeah, I I I was struggling to think mm-hmm. of other teams uh, per my question. So I don't know if you guys got one. Yeah, I do. Providence and like I think they have a lot of good pieces. Bryce Hopkins. Bryce Hopkins is in. Yeah, he's out he's for the season. Injured. Is he out for the season? Yeah. Okay. I don't know he's ACL. So yeah. I so think that I that assume was... he's done. Yeah. So maybe not. Maybe if they so had that, Bryce Hopkins, that is but... my only hesitation on them. Is that? Yeah. Is it? But I do like them a lot. And yeah. Devin Carter's a beast. Josh Arduro's a beast. Obviously, they yeah. played oh, terrible. Dude, that dude's a monster. Yeah, they played terrible against Villanova. Uh-huh. I mean, sneak peek. But they're my PF of the week. Uh, okay. Coming up. Um, but then, I mean, yeah, they got some other good pieces too. They, the kid Ticket Gaines, I think his name is. Yeah, yeah, he's a baller. And Jaden Pierre, I think he's their <laughs> uh-huh. guards. <clears throat> Those two guys are both averaging nine points a game. Then you got Orduro averaging fifteen, and and Devin Carter averaging nineteen. I mean, yeah, that's they're balanced. solid. Yeah, it is balanced. Um, and they had Hopkins averaging sixteen a game. Yeah, that's yeah, which really sucks. He, um, dude, that, so that would have been a perfect candidate because he was a Kentucky transfer, just like uh. What Juzang or um? Wait, who? Yeah, Juzang was a Kentucky transfer too. Um, who was a Kentucky transfer? Uh, Hopkins. I thought he was at. Uh, I thought he was at TCU. I think he was at Kentucky. I could be tripping. Okay. Uh, we could get that fact checked. Yeah. Dude, maybe TCU's the team with Jameer Nelson Jr. Uh yeah. 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 He could fill it up. Anyway, um. Dude, over. Bryce Hopkins from Downers Grove. Is he? Yeah. Was he from Kentucky? Uh, let me see. Uh, 
Was it Bryce Harper? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. He he averaged six point four minutes for Kentucky in twenty one twenty two. Okay. My apologies. I don't know who I was All good, from TCU. All good. Oh, I'm thinking of somebody else. I don't even think he's on Providence. I'll have to figure out who I was thinking of. Um, anyway, yeah. back back to what you're saying. Kentucky transfer, similar to did you say was it Johnny Juzang? Uh, Juzang, yeah. Kentucky transfer. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. He was their best player, in my mind. Carter might be averaging more. Did you say averaging 19? Yeah. But yeah. it's probably I think he's elevated since Hopkins has been out though too. Sure. So those stats are yeah. a little bit skewed because of that. Well, I mean, if he does that, games. like they could be all right. Like if he keeps balling like that, because he's good. Yeah, and I like Kim English. Oh, I, I do think, too. I think he's going to be a good coach. Yeah. But, yeah. So one team I'll say I'm really down on and definitely out on. Like they're good. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not going to be taking them very far in the tournament is is Arizona. And that is because I am not big on Caleb Love at all. I hmm. I think that guy is a borderline cancer to any team he plays for. And not, not because I think he's a bad guy. I think it's just his play style. Dude, UNC two years ago. He like he he crushed Coach K's dreams twice that year. He did. Um and made it to the national championship. I'm gonna say this. If the game's on the line and I'm I'm playing against Arizona, I want Caleb. I want the ball in Caleb Love's hands because that dude is not going to pass it, and he's yeah. going to jack an, an off balance thirty footer, and he's going to miss it. Hey, at it's least you're going to get right a shot up though. And that True. yes, he will get a shot up. <laughs> but that's how they're going to lose in the tournament. Yeah, yeah, they haven't Bold looked prediction. as strong as I thought they would. Would they be better with Kirk Carissa? And not Caleb Love. No, probably not. Probably not because I feel like Kirk Reese is a worse version of Caleb. I mean, a much worse version of Caleb Love. Don't get me wrong. Caleb Love is a very talented player. But why is it that with adding Caleb Love, does Arizona seem and worse North this year? Car- North Carolina is a lot who better they lose? this year. Yeah. And North Carolina is better. Yeah. It just doesn't. I, I, I can't make sense of it. Dude, they just got to they yeah, unlock hey, Pellet Larson, dude. It's college basketball. He's their Dude, best he's player. He's, he's good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Caleb Love's probably the sure. most talented player. Um, Dude, I like, I, I personally, I'm a big Keyshawn Johnson guy, the San Diego here. State transfer. Yep. Uh, he, now, laid, he did he have laid zero. the last game. Yeah. But yeah. I agree. But, I like him a lot. Especially early in the season. Dude, he was a monster. I mean, but. dude, just look at the stat line. Caleb Love, 5 of 16 from the floor. Now, he had 18, 8, and 7. That's inefficient. If I'm if I'm the defense, I'm fine with that. Chucking up those, uh, uh, you know, the same uh, shots as Caitlin Clark does. Yeah. That, that's just a joke. Did you guys She's see what Cheryl Swoops said no. about her? Mm-mm. So Cheryl Swoops, uh, former NBA player, or WNBA player, okay. was kind of disrespecting Caitlin Clark, saying she shoots too much. And that, like, yeah, she she said a bunch of other stuff too. But um, I'd love to see her shooting percentage because I bet it's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, and I think she so she averages like 
30 some and i think she yeah. shoots like 19 times a game is what Dang. i saw like that's great don't quote me on this but it's around 19 and i think cheryl cheryl swoops in college i think shot 22 is what i saw so like the chick talking <laughs> yeah shot a, more less than what caitlin clark is yeah yeah and she also said like this is like her fifth year but it's not like she could come back for a covid year mm. but she's oh, like okay. a true senior oh okay um so she so she's talking you know right yeah so Crazy. I'd be interested to see if Caitlin Clark does come back for her COVID year because yeah. from what I understand, she's probably getting paid more at Iowa than she would in the NBA. Easy. At dude. Least, she, she, yeah. At least in terms of her contract with Iowa. Cause I, yeah, I think don't quote me got... on this, but I think she's a $2 million contract with Iowa and the average WNBA salary is like 200,000. Not that much. Yikes. Yeah. Maybe yeah. not even that much. Um, not now that don't much. get me wrong. She can get endorsements, but she needs to have endorsements right now. So. Right, and dude, she's got a State Farm commercial. Yeah, yeah. Like, so I wouldn't be shocked if she comes back next year. Did you know that she's dating Connor McCaffrey? No way. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Yeah, Connor was the older one, right? Yeah, he was better. Yeah, yeah okay. Then Patrick. I think Patrick was better. Does he? Patrick gets more buckets? Yeah, he looks so awkward. On how you look at it. Yeah. He's like a baby deer. Now I think it's different because it's like it's like it's like what you were talking about Coleman Hawkins the other day. Will is that like Connor McCaffrey did a ton for the team, but uh, Patrick you know shows up in the stat sheet different. But yeah. Coleman Hawkins has been playing so well lately, like he's been getting buckets, like and shooting at a high percentage. So he's looking like a dude that could get drafted again. Do you, yeah, I was gonna. Well, I was gonna ask that. Do you think he's an NBA? Player. I mean, like, I guess he seems like even if he is a Draymond type. Yeah, except for he's six ten and can, you know, like he's a lot better shooter than Draymond, isn't he? Yeah, he's a lot better shooter. Yeah, he's a smart um, player too. Yeah, and he can he brings the ball up a lot, which is like super popular in the NBA to have a mm-hmm. bigger dude bring the ball up. Um, yeah, I I think he'll get a shot. I think he'll get you know I I don't know what he's gonna do with it. Because I could see it, you know. He seems like a pretty hard worker, though. So yeah, I could see him developing into something. And he's really, he's okay. Like he sat the bench on Illinois for, you know, his, his freshman year. He like barely saw the floor. Sophomore year started getting more time, but like, you know, had those moments where he would just get absolutely roasted by Brad Underwood. Like, you know, take him out and then just yelling at him the entire time. Um, and then these past two years, he's been you know, played really well. Um, we'll still have those moments, but like, you know, I could see him, you know, doing his time in the NBA where, you know, then, you know, in three or four years, we see him all of a sudden being like a solid role guy. I don't think he's going to be a superstar. I don't think he's going to, you know, no. be a, Maybe. you know, you never know though. You, yeah. you don't. Um, yeah. There are guys that, that have shocked us and come out of nowhere. And all of a sudden are ballers. Yeah. Um, back to Wade's, I know we're bouncing around a lot, but back to Wade's, <laughs> no, original, good, which I just thought of with, with Illinois, I could definitely see them being a team that, I mean, they're obviously good. They're better than Michigan state, no doubt. But like, I think a lot of their long-term success could hinge on Terrence Shannon Jr. Is he in the clear yeah. or could he and get what happens with all that, suspended again? I don't think yet. I think he's good for the season. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't much. think. Because I think the the stuff like the legal stuff, I think the next happenings of that is in sometime mm-hmm. in May. 
Okay. So there could be a chance of like, you know, you win the national championship, then all of a sudden, you know, yeah. it could all blow back on you. But, um, which I get, I get from his side, you know, and like, you know, don't want to talk too much about it, but right. he, you know, he hasn't been proven guilty yet, but like he was getting treated like he has just based off of what he did. And I get like, you know, that and that's that why sucks he was, and, yeah. And I think that's why he was reinstated or he got the, whatever. Yeah. The, because he was proven guilty before, you know, yeah, yeah. or he he was assumed guilty before proven innocent. And that's not how it works which, in this country. Mm-hmm. Back, as of, yeah. 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 So. Anyway, good discussion, boys. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah. I could see Tyson Walker being a chemical candidate, though. That's the bottom line. Is that like, you know, that was a good point to bring up because. But the problem with that, though, is that like, I feel like a team with a chemical candidate usually has a yeah. serviceable big that like, yeah. I guess Xavier Booker could turn into, dude, but they, that... they usually have a dude like Xavier, Bo- Xavier Booker's built. They'll have a tall, skinny dude. That's just really athletic. Like if you look at, um, uh, even, even like Jimmer's teams, yeah. when Brandon Davies was like out for the seat, got suspended. There went, there went their hopes. Um, and, uh, when Jarrett Culver was on Texas tech, mm-hmm. they had, they had a tall, skinny, really athletic, big, um, now there were other pieces there too, like uh, Davide Moretti. Yeah. Um, he was getting bucks. I think there was a, another. What was the other guy? Um, Matt. I don't know. I forget his name. But there, there was a, a yeah. white dude that was another white dude that was pretty decent, but he was like stocky or kind of like a bully. Um, yeah. But they had pieces like that. Um, that was a fun team. I remember UConn with Shabazz had a dude named Niels Gafai. Who's this white foreign dude? Um, that I, he he wasn't the the super long build, but they had another guy like that, but he was like a, a four man. Uh, it could stretch the floor a little bit and just hustled, um, which is like what you got to have. And I see a world where, you know, maybe Michigan state gets that, but I think Xavier Booker's got to play a much bigger role than what he's playing. That's exactly what I was telling Wade the other day. I was like, I don't want to see much more of Maddie Sissoko. I don't want to see much more of Carson Cooper. I want Kohler. I want Booker yeah. and I want Carr in there. That's yeah. I mean, for the majority of the minutes and I think they will be better, but I also don't have 700 career wins as a coach. And, and you know, <laughs> so, Sissoko's been playing true. a lot better the last couple of games. At least he's playing, he's rebounding. Yeah. And the team needs that badly. Yeah, but, right, he's yeah. a he's a role player at best, a defender. Like, I, to, to Colin's point, I agree. Um, they need to have a big right. who can do more. And right now, their best big is probably Malik Hall. Yeah. He's like a borderline big. So. Yeah. Dude, he's good. Like, I like Malik he Hall. He's yeah. good. I like him, too. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess, yeah. Anyway, should we, we can move on? on? We'll keep an eye on it. Did you have anything else? Yeah. Yeah, that, that will be under the microscope. I mean, they've got to make the tournament, otherwise all this is for nothing. Yeah, I think they will. <laughs> like, I think so, Do you too. think the yeah, record will play any role? Like, it's 26 straight or whatever? Like, if they're on the edge, if they're, like, the next four out, or the first four out, do you think they might slip them in just to keep the record? I don't know about that. I mean, it's hard to say, but looking back at that UCLA, uh, it, the one you're talking about, UCLA, Michigan State, and the, the first four, Michigan State's record was Yeah, and that team was awful. Aaron Henry was their best player, and he was terrible. Was that Aaron Henry? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say terrible, but but yeah, he wasn't. He Did, wasn't didn't they have, didn't, no, wasn't Cassius was Winston on that team? He left. See, that's why 2020 was so bad, because they were about to make a Final Four run, yes. and that was his last year. That was year. his senior year. 
So they had it was like Marcus Bingham and Gabe Brown and and those guys. Okay, put some respect (laughs) on Marcus Bingham's name. Dude, I liked watching Gabe Brown. I I thought Marcus Bingham would help would help this year's team so much. Yeah, that's what I was hoping Xavier Booker could be, but. Yeah. And, and maybe but he Bingham could, but was also very airheaded, like Sissoko and Cooper are. Like they've not had a solid big man <laughs> since Tillman. All right, so Sissoko's yeah. airheaded. I think Cooper's not so much airheaded. He's sure. just not talented. <laughs> like yeah. he, he makes good plays. He That's just true. never finishes it. Yeah, it's a it's a smoke <laughs> every time. Dude, Carson Cooper could transfer to an AI team and just be yeah dominant. right. Oh yeah. He'd, He turned into Hunter Dickinson. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) He probably would. Uh, That'd be fun to watch. You know, maybe we should should suggest that. Can we get a hold of this guy? You want to have some real fun, Carson? Go to to, uh, Division 2. Go to NAIA. Yeah. In in your career, Will, remember, like, because you played a couple D1 transfers. I remember uh, one went to Indiana Wesleyan. Mm-hmm. Point guard, Johnny Marlin, right? He he started yes. at IU, didn't he? They they had a yes, and they had a they had another big walk. guy from Indiana State. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And he was he was a beast. Yep. They're very good. Yeah. Um, and then Robert Morris, uh, team from Chicago. There was one year they had like two or three oh. uh, D one transfers. Were they pretty nasty? I never saw them. Play. They were nasty. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much time they got in D in in like Division One, but I mean. They had to be pretty good to be Division One yeah. at any point. So, sure. Yeah, those. I mean, Division One athletes are compared to NAI. They're just like yeah. completely in a different space. Like they're just it's a different a, breed. Yeah, different. Level. But now, at the at the same time, you know, some of the better players from NAI can be D one players. Like, yeah, it's not it's not you know just like a massive drop off. Like, no, you know, Duncan Robinson was an NAI dude. Um. Or NAI or D three, they're pretty much the same. Well, dude, Dalton Kinnett, he was a JUCO. He got no, he got no offers out of high school. Uh huh. JUCO for one year, then he, I think Northern Colorado for two years. Yeah. And now look at him. What isn't he the leading scorer of the SEC? Should be just about. He's close. He's close. He's a lottery pick. Yeah. As 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 last I saw, he was lottery pick, which like that surprised me. I was like, dude, he's good though. Yeah, but that's awesome. It just goes to show, like how you know. Sometimes you just got to go somewhere else. So, dude, maybe Carson not... Cooper is going to be Dalton <laughs> Dalton Kinnett in a few years. Yes. If Carson Cooper, I don't know, I'll figure out some bet. But if Carson Cooper, you know, drops thirty at any point in time in the rest of his career, in his uh, we got we got to figure out something that we'll all have to do. Yeah, I'd be interested. Come come yeah. up with something, Kyle. Yeah. Okay. All right. For 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 next one, we're gonna figure out what this what this uh, Carson Cooper bet's gonna look like. Um. Hey, PFs. PFs of the week. Well, yeah, I already kind of talked about Providence against Villanova. They, I love them. I think they're a good team, and they really they really sucked it up against Villanova. Who? I think they're fine too. They've been struggling this year, but uh, yeah, it was a bad showing for Providence. They ended up scoring fifty points. And 16 in the first half. It was, it was hard to watch. Mm-hmm. I only watched the first half. But they shot 29 I feel like Villanova that. could beat yeah. any team and lose to any team. Yeah. 
I if Jay I I stand by if Jay Wright is the coach of this Villanova team, yeah, they are you know top yeah. fifteen team all it, season. So I saw I saw a stat. Um, Kyle Neptune and Jay Wright have very similar stats in their first two seasons at Villanova. Now, okay, so maybe where that the, goes from here. We don't know. Yeah, but maybe, maybe the identical. ceiling is ultimately you know. Right, horizon's bright. So I don't know what the Villanova team looked like when it got handed over to Jay Wright. I doubt it was in the same shape yeah. that Jay Wright handed over to Cal Neptune. So they probably didn't have an no. All American. Probably not. No. So there's that. But we'll see. I, I agree. Though. I mean, obviously, Jay Wright was a beast. Yeah, one of the best. Yeah. I will say my my PF of the week is Sundays without football. Um. Cause yesterday I was like, you know, I was like tired and I needed a nap after church. And I was like, there's really nothing to put on. Mm-hmm. So that's why I watched some of the Pro Bowl. Yeah. It, it really didn't do it. Um, Now, that will only last for like, you know, after the Super Bowl's over, I won't be feeling that. But today I had a little bit of, I wish that, I wish there was, you know, some playoff games to watch. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Sundays without, Sundays without football is not, not the best. But, um, Especially when it's not like yeah, summer. Out. Exactly. Yeah. Like in the summer, I can handle it because you know there's stuff to do. Like there's baseball on. Like you can watch a baseball game, and then you know that's usually a day game, and you can still go out and do stuff. Yeah. Whatever. But that being said, I didn't. I didn't feel like I missed it too much because Purdue Wisconsin was on at twelve o'clock. That's true. On that's true. Yeah. So I was watching that. Was a that good game. And, yeah. Right. But after that, I mean, there was. I mean, the Providence yeah. Illinois games at five thirty, and that was uh-huh. not a fun game to watch. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah, I yeah, agree. Because that that was the gap it was like there, and then like after that, it was like nothing until you know that time slot, which is them, and then the Illinois game was a half hour later. Right. So I was just like, mm-hmm. what do I do? Yeah. Yeah, it's tough, especially when you're used to your whole Saturday being football, Sunday yeah. Sunday being football. There's nothing, and now there's just nothing. No, nothing, man. All right. Uh, my PF of the week is the NFL script writers. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this, but the last two yes, Super Bowls, the teams in the Super Bowl match the colors of the Super Bowl logo. And this year, the Super Bowl logo is purple and red. So it was supposed to be the Chiefs again, or the, um, excuse me, the Ravens and Niners. Ravens and Niners. Um, it's, you know, Chiefs and Niners. So yeah, it's two red teams, but uh, they got it wrong. Wait, I was following that. De- I was following that development since the beginning really? of the, the year because I saw that. I saw that come out. Yep, and people were like 49ers and Ravens question mark. And at the time, I was like, well, "That's nonsense." But then yeah, I bet a lot of people like, lost okay. money and when then the Ravens as- lost. Really, I'm, I'm one of them, dude. Uh, this is what I'm getting at. Yes, when when those two made uh, the a- the AFC and NFC championship, I put like ten bucks on the Ravens winning because the odds were pretty good. And I was yep. like, "Dude, lock it in. Yep. That's free money." They played so bad. Um, I was so disappointed. Yeah, but then I figured, I was like, the NFL scriptwriters got overrided by the NFL just wanting to make more by money. By Taylor Swift. Chiefs. So, yeah. Yeah. So it makes more sense. Dude, which I'm kind of pumped for that. Like, that's it's fun. Just, yeah. It was when fun. It's a repeat it's four annoying, years ago. I think. I'm, 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 like, it was fun. I'm there with you, Wade. It was fun. I'm but it's too to, much. I love... I think Pam Mahomes is very good. He's very talented. I like I like watching him play for the most I part. I honestly hope the um, but I'm, I I'm hope ready, the Niners destroy new. them. I want to see like fifty-five <laughs> to nothing. It's not like, happening. 
That's what I want to see. That's not happening, dude. There's no chance. There's <laughs> you know no the way. Chiefs are going to win. Yeah, they're going to win. The Chiefs are going to win. There's no way. And there's going to be some adversity in the first half. Pat Mahomes, you know, probably yeah. going to, you know, dislocate a finger yeah. on his yeah. throwing hand. You know, he'll probably roll Maybe an ankle and he'll be cascaded, get it sewn yeah. up in the. <laughs> And they come back out and drop Taylor like Swift 40 points out on in the, the second field, half. You know. Okay. Travis Kelsey's going to propose. Dude, it's a, it's an all-American love story. How can you be mad I'm at I'm not that, mad dude? at it. I'm really annoyed about, annoyed by it. And I like Christian McCaffrey <laughs> and Brock Purdy. And I do too. I love Debo. Like, I, too. I just like the, the Niners team this year. So I would love to see him win. But, yeah. I, I don't know if it's a good game, to be honest. It's either a blowout yeah. in Niners' yeah. favor or a really close team, game. Really. That's that's what I want. Yeah. Nice. I just want yeah, to for that. Well, I guess next uh next podcast we will know what happens. And the last is... thing I say is hopefully next year's Super Bowl logo is navy blue and orange. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. So yes, is sir. that with Caleb Williams oh, or is that with Justin Fields? Fields? Wait, Wade wants the the Broncos <laughs> in the Super Bowl. I didn't know you were yeah, the Broncos fan, Wade. <laughs> No, here's what I want. I want uh, oh, man. I want the Bears to trade the number one to the Redskins so they can go get Caleb Williams, and the Bears get to pick at two and snag Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah. And then, and then we the still have pick up the edge pick, rusher right? or the offensive lineman that's there. Yeah. And then I was seeing rumors of signing hey, Calvin let's, Ridley. Let's I load up. That too. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I'm, I'm a – I like it too, Wade. I, I don't. I'm a Fields guy. Think that's I really happen, like though. him. I think, I think he'll, he'll work out. I like him too. I do too. Yeah. I I don't think the Bears are going that way. Yeah. But I hope they do. He just needs some stability. Like he's had no stability, and Eberflus is coming back, so that's like the start of of something. I think. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I just don't want Caleb Love no. or Caleb Williams, man. <laughs> Me like either. Caleb Love, I don't want him. no one named Caleb. Dude, get all these Caleb's out of here. They both try to play hero ball. Like like we talked like we talked about a couple weeks ago. I'd rather have the USC's backup than Caleb Williams. Yeah, six yeah. touchdowns in the yeah. mm-hmm. dude ball. ball that was. Yeah. Hey, before we sign off, I need to ask you something. Did you guys know that Uncle Steve? Like you guys probably know he played pool, right? Yep. Did you know that he won like a thousand bucks last weekend or two really? weekends ago playing pool? Dude, that's huge. Yeah, he like let's won a s- tournament in, in Iowa. See. Oh yeah. yeah. So at Christmas he told me about some of these tournaments he was going really? to. Um but I did not know he, he won. That's, that's crazy. Cool. Yeah. So our our you, our Steve. uncle, yeah, the pastor, yeah. is also a pool shark, so how do those worlds meet? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, dude. But at a bar. Yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> that's I'm dead serious. That's awesome. Yeah, that's so funny. Hey man, yeah. it's a good place to witness I mean, to people. Right, that's what it, that's, and that's what he's saying. Yeah, which is pretty awesome. It. That's fun. It's very cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool man. Well, yeah. nice job, Uncle Steve. Yeah, right. Shout out to Uncle Steve, man. Because I know you're listening. Yeah, I think All he right. has listened. I love it. Yeah, he has. All right. Cool. Until next time, this is Dudes Being Guys. Um, Sounds yeah, good. See, see you next time. Thanks for listening. <laughs>